Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. In the first 10 days of this month, 10 young black and Latinos, most of them female, were reported missing in Washington, D.C. Their names are Taylor Ennis, Jacqueline Lassie, Yeshaya Enoch, Antoine Jordan, Juliana Elizabeth Otero, Deshaun Trakia Wallace, Ania McNeil, Diana White, Talisha Coles, and Morgan Richardson. Fortunately, Metropolitan D.C. Police Department now says Taylor Ennis and Antoine Jordan have been located and are safe. But the other eight young people and so many more both here and around the country remain missing. Here's a broader look at these numbers. According to the FBI, of those reported missing in 2014, the last year for which stats have been compiled, 60% were white, 37% were minority, 3% the race was unknown. Now broken down by gender, males accounted for just over 315,000 reported missing persons, while females accounted for just over 320,000 people. That desperate search for missing teens in Washington, D.C., nearly a dozen black and Latina girls reported missing in recent days, and authorities are now trying to raise awareness. ABC's Lindsay Davis is in Washington with the very latest on this story. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Amy. This is a storyline that primarily gained traction online, and there are those in social media who say that Tom Brady's missing jersey got more coverage than these missing girls. But D.C. police say it's not a matter that more girls are missing. They say they're simply doing a better job of getting the word out when people do go missing. And yesterday I woke up to the uh, news that Tom's Brady, Tom Brady Super Bowl jersey had been found. So I said, they found Tom's uh, Brady's uh, Super Bowl jersey already? Just, uh, I guess, all those missing brown and black girls in, uh, that reported missing in D.C. Uh, should have jerseys on. I think that, to me, there was clearly a, a dedication of resources to find a jersey that doesn't seem to be commensurate with missing uh, uh, brown and black girls. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez Billingsley. You can tell by the audio what we're going to be dealing with today. Yes, we're going to deal with, from a certain standpoint, uh, about the missing girls of D.C. It has been reported that there are over 64,000 women that are missing from the U.S. This is just missing. Whether they ran away, whether they were kidnapped, uh, it doesn't matter. They are missing. And I believe that God can reveal and uncover exactly where these missing girls are. A lot of people are upset because it has not been getting the media attention that they believe that it should have been getting. That is understandable. I think it's crazy personally that it's not being covered uh, like it should be covered. But then again, what do you expect? Okay, the media, when certain people own certain organizations, they want to cover what they feel is beneficial to them. They will cover a lot of gossip. They'll recover whose husband left who. They'll recover whose wife left who. They'll recover uh, 
or cover um, you know all these other crazy things but when it comes to important matters they don't really look into it unless it's going to benefit them or unless it's going to make a certain group of people look uh, bad so in those type of situations, I believe that uh, when you want something done, you heard those saying, if you want something done, sometimes you just got to do it yourself. And um, there's a lot of things that people want done in society that people aren't doing. And I just believe that, hey, you should believe God, that God will raise you up so that you can start your own organization that will deal with the things that you feel need to be dealt with. Go with me to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Let's look at verse... 17 i'll be reading out of the new living translation if you are reading out of a different translation it's all good we'll still end up in the same place luke chapter 8 verse 17 it says for all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open and everything that is concealed will be brought to light and made known to all god says that whatever is done secretly is eventually going to be brought into the open so with these missing girls ever has them However it happened, wherever they may be, and they are still living, and we believe that they're all still living, God can go into the trenches and uncover exactly where they are. Police may not know exactly, they may not know the first place to look, but God knows exactly where they are. You know, it's been over 64,000, like I mentioned earlier, uh, 64,000 women missing from the United States, and some are coming forth, some are being found. We're gonna believe God that all of them are found. But I'm reading this scripture so this can bring faith and hope to your heart to let you know that there is nothing that can be hidden from God. It sure it could be hidden from us, but it can't be hid from God. God can go in and uncover and reveal exactly what everything is. Go with me to Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2 verse 22, it says, He reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in the darkness, though he is surrounded by light. i read it again. He reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in darkness, though he is surrounded by light. Jesus is the light of the world. He's surrounded by light. Even although he's surrounded by light and he is the light, he knows what lies in darkness is what the Bible is saying. He can reveal deep and mysterious things to people so that's why we need to pray there's no such thing as prayer doesn't work God set the system up whereby prayer does work he just said that he will reveal now if he said that he will reveal deep and mysterious things and then the Bible tells us to come to him with our let's go to that Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 it says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus so if he can reveal deep and mysterious things and he tells us don't worry about anything pray about everything to come to him and he says once you come to me and make your request I'll give you peace that exceeds anything you can understand so if you're a police officer if you know any police officer the police officer or sirs can pray if they're really concerned. I mean, I do understand there are some that this is not a concern to them. They could care less. But for those who do care, God can reveal exactly where these missing girls are. We're believing that these girls are going to be recovered. I don't understand it. I don't know how many women just ended up missing, but God does. Don't worry about anything and stay pray for everything. This is designed to bring hope and faith into your
your spirit. Romans chapter 12. Go with me to Romans chapter 12. And you just heard earlier from the audio that I played from D.L. Hughley. They found Tom Brady's missing jersey. Put all types of resources into that. If they can find a jersey, don't you think they can find some human beings? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I know some people say, well, the, there are a lot of this, a lot of corrupt police officers. There are a lot of corrupt, there are a lot of corrupt people and everything. And I would agree with you. If need be, God will remove them. That's the importance of prayer. If we're praying and asking God to reveal where these missing girls are, and then those who are positions of authority who's supposed to be doing the job of a police officer or just those who are positions of authority, supposed to be doing a job as far as looking for them. If they refuse or they a little slow in moving or can really care less, God will remove them and he'll raise up somebody else to do it. See, it don't make a difference if, if, the jo- if the job has to be done. If the job needs to be done and you refuse to do it, God will use somebody else. But it's going to get done. Just know that. Romans chapter 12, verse 19, it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. You know what this is saying? God is saying, leave this to me. Now, a lot of people don't want to pray, but they're quick to protest. Maybe if we pray first, God will direct us in the protesting. Or maybe he'll direct and let us know that maybe you don't even need to protest. That's why he's saying, don't take matters into your own hands. Come to me. I'm going to fight. I'm going to I'm going to pay them back. Not you. You can't do nothing. We get out there. We fighting with each other. People getting killed in the midst of that. People not listening. People doing other things. You're trying to get everybody on one accord. Uh-uh. God said, no, I'm going to do it. Would you let me do it? So that's what I'm asking this episode. Let God do it. But God wants us to come to him. Do you know that angels have been assigned to minister for us? The day that you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, God has assigned angels to minister for you. Go with me to Hebrews chapter one, verse 14. Hebrews chapter one, verse 14. It says, therefore, angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. We have inherited salvation. Once you receive Jesus Christ, you ask the Lord to come into your life you've inherited salvation. He says that angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for those who shall inherit salvation. The King James Version says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So let's get the angels on the scene. How you get angels on the scene? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 18, 18 and 19, it says, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Angels are in heaven. You can say this based off of Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 and 19. You can say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I loose angels to go and recover those missing girls. So I know you watch a lot of movies <laughs> and you see a lot of different things, but this is real life. You're talking about living. This is this what you call living 
a godly life. Like, this is it. This is what God expects. This is how we're supposed to live. This is not religious. I'm not even talking religion. This is not religion. I'm talking about this is this is a way of life. This is how we're supposed to conduct our lives and live. God wants us to communicate with him like that. Not just pray before we get ready to eat our dinner. Are we saying now, you know, now lay me down to sleep. I pray. Now you should have graduated past now lay me down to sleep when you was eight. This is the big leaves now. We're dealing with some big stuff. We have to know how to pray. So that's what God expects from you to pray for real. Pray. Go over these scriptures again that I'm giving to you. Look at them and let's do what the Bible says do. James 1.22 says, be ye doers of the word, not just hearers only. God wants us to do exactly what the word says, not just hear it, but do it. Going to take a quick break. Let's get to the music and I'll be right back. Macchiato's music descriptions. Sit down and believe we 
that was Israel Halton with the power of one. Last scripture for the day. Go with me to Daniel chapter six. We're going to read about Daniel in the lion's den. Very familiar passage, but there's some I want you to see in this story. See, a lot of these old Bible stories you need to go back and read. I know a lot of you all read them in Sunday school when you was four, which you really don't remember. <laughs> but now as an adult, we need to go back and look over these stories again and read it. Daniel chapter six. Go with me. Going to read a little bit, but that's all right. It's good for you. Follow me. Daniel, um, Daniel chapter 6, verse 1. Darius the Midi decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and, and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers because of Daniel's great ability. The king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs, but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced, give others, give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. And now your majesty issue and sign this law so it cannot be changed an official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius signed the law. But when Daniel learned that the law has been signed, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with his with its windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. Did you not sign a law that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone divine or human except you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king replied. That decision stands. It is an official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. Then they told the king, that man Daniel, one of the captives from Judah, is ignoring you and your law. He still prays to his God three times a day. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled and he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of the day looking for a way to get Daniel out of it, to get Daniel out of this predicament. In the evening, the men went together to the king and said, Your Majesty, you know that according to the law of the Medes and Persians, no law that the king signs can be changed. So at last, the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to him, May your God, whom you serve so faithfully, rescue you. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Then the king 
returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at all that night. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out the line and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the, my God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouths so they could, so they would not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. Wow. So Daniel being placed and being under a demonic type of government. Sounds familiar. And when they passed a law that told him that he had to do this, that law went against the law of God. He chose, like we should choose, the law of God. If man's law overrides God's law, you always obey God's law, no matter the consequences. He obeyed God's law. What happened? They threw him into the den of lions. We talked about earlier, angels, right? When the king woke up, what happened? Daniel said, God sent his angel, came down and shut the lion's mouth. Shut the lion's mouth. God did it. God did it. So are you following me? No matter what goes on in this country, understand this. God is the judge. He decides who wins and who loses. Not your opponent. Satan is defeated. No matter what kind of havoc that he tries to bring on in this earth, in this world system, God will get the glory. Not just in the end, he gonna get the glory right now. And he gonna get it through his people. Share this podcast with anyone that you feel needs to hear it. Share this podcast with your family and your friends. You wanna follow me on social media, you can follow me at mbills314 on Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, and Instagram. Remember Romans chapter three, verse four. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Yeah,
come on. And then it is enough is enough in the spirit realm. Come on, we assume my position this morning. We stand at the gate and we draw the line in the sand. You can't have our daughters. 